Hey, everybody, Daniel Ramsey here with my outdesk, Scale the Podcast. Today's show is a short blip. We're going to go fast, but it's going to be valuable for you. We have Darren Masters, the CEO of the Texas School of Phlebotomy. That is where people, you know, sign up to draw blood, to learn how to, you know, be in the medical professions. And what's cool is Darren and his team have three virtual assistants. We talk about onboarding a sales caller, getting a personal assistant and buying back some of your time. Enjoy this podcast because it is good. All right. Excited to interview you, man. Uh, when I remember we, you, you came to the mod mastermind and I was like, holy, holy moly. We have a school of phlebotomy. How cool is that? So <laughs> right? I, don't even, I don't even know how to spell it. That's how cool it is. Um, <laughs> so um, I always like to start these things off, man, by thanking you for being a client and seeing if there's any opportunities together. Like, and I'm not sure how it's going. Obviously you must be having a good experience. Otherwise you wouldn't be here doing a video with us, but love to help serve you. I know you guys were a, a bit different than the other people in our audience and in that mastermind. So I want to make sure, uh, you know, we can, we can rock this. Yeah, no, it's going great. I mean, we have, I guess three now, three virtual, virtual assistants and Kara was our first one and was able to kind of sell us on it. And then, then we hired Francine and now Angel. And wow. I mean, Angel is rocking. She's she's doing our phone calls and hitting 250 to 300 phone calls a day outbound. And we don't have a predictive dialer or anything like that. So she's actually having to type in the numbers and do it. Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. What's the message that you want to share with the audience about you know, like if you were, and this is teaching, I'm, we're always trying to help people grow. Right. So if okay. you put yourself back in time when you hired a virtual assistant for the first time and was like, okay, you know, we'll try this out or we'll do this. What was going through your mind and what would you, what would you teach the audience around that? I mean, we should have hired Kara a long time ago. <laughs> I think our first, I think our first round hiring Kara, we, we probably screened 15 different applicants before we found Kara. And with Kara, she just meshed with us and meshed with our team. Mm -hmm. And we started her out on the phones. And I mean, you can't tell that she's not sitting right here in Dallas or San Antonio, either one. So and nobody, none of our customers, none of our students know the difference. Yeah. So it doesn't matter. Half of our staff don't even know that she's not sitting right here. Oh, your, your own staff don't, don't even know it. Right. Wow. Some of them don't have an interaction with her daily. Huh? So, so they see her on team meetings or something like that. And if we're doing it by zoom, they won't know until we're doing a team meeting where everybody's in person, except her. Wow. the three of them, I guess. Wow. All right. So that's fun. Tell me, uh, it, it's an interesting conversation, but tell me when you decided you needed somebody on the phones, what was the process you went through and, and how did you know that this was going to be a fit and like, what did you have to set up? Just like all, all the tools and, and systems that you had to figure out. Figuring out training for, okay. cause training not in person 
was a little different. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. know, to, to having to do it on Zoom and then share your screen and then, you know, figuring it out and figuring out what, I guess, what works for her. Cause it was yeah. something new for us and her. Yeah. 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 And so how did you do it? You just did it on zoom or how did you, how did you get her up to speed? We did it on zoom. Um, I think I created all of her logins and all that stuff. And then one of our existing admissions people started doing zooms with her every day. And just, I think they shadowed for like a week or two weeks mm-hmm. and then slowly she started transitioning in and doing it herself. Okay. And then, um, I think they were like weekly and then bi-weekly and then monthly. Nice. Okay. And then, and, and how do you guys generate, like, how do you generate the leads and like, how do you process them? And when does she like hand them off to an admissions person or some, or, or does she just do the whole process? I'm, I'm curious about your, your lead funnel and the process. So, Let's see. When she first started, we were still trying to do Zoom interviews with each individual inquiry. Yep. So her task was to call and set up a Zoom interview. Yep. And at first we were doing one-on-ones and then that became kind of became too much. So then we started doing them as a group to where, you know, she could put five or 10 people at one o'clock. And now we've transitioned to if there's somebody interested there's a form letter that she sends out that has has all of the enrollment information and paperwork for them to go ahead and fill out they sign it and it goes back to our registrar person that's taking care of that part of it and that's it so she's talking to them she's calling them giving them the registration link and getting them through the process of like getting signed up Yes. Wow. So she's generating revenue for you. She is big time. <laughs> okay. And then, like I said, Angel, Angel's touching 250 to 300 phone calls a day. So she's, she's generating even more than what Kara was. Wow. Okay. And we've moved, we've moved Kara to kind of doing social media for us. <laughs> so, okay. That's awesome. So, and then, I mean, we hired, I called Papples and said, Hey, I need somebody for HR. And yep. she said, well, that's, that's not really something we're used to, but she put um, Francine because Francine had had some management experience. Yep. And so we kind of trained her and taught her, you know, what we're looking for and still working with her, but she handles all of our first interviews and like screens, all of our resumes and all the applicants sends us a summary, sends us the recording and then schedules in-person interviews when we're ready for that. Wow. And then we've kind of, we've kind of transitioned her to a few different things. She, um, she's gone from, or still doing our HR and interviews. We had her on the phones for a little bit when we saw the need before we hired Angel. Mm-hmm. And then now she's not on the phone so much as she is helping as my, as my assistant now instead. That's cool. Uh, She's taking a a lot off of me and keeping me accountable. Good. Good. Uh, That's how we like it. Right. Um, curiosity, if you had to measure return on investment, like what is, what do you think that is? Um, 
for your virtual assistant team who's pounding the phones and giving you back your time and and right uh, i have no idea <laughs> i mean we look at it all the time of for what they're doing for i guess just the phones she's handling the phones and it was something we had asked prior to my out desk we had asked our admissions team to have no less than 100 phone calls a day and she's touching 300 so she's she's almost replaced three outbound phone phone sales persons for me wow. to what we had one here yeah and you probably feel like not only are you getting three times the activity level, what, what would you say the results are? Double, the same? At least double. At least double. That's cool. And what's interesting is the the gal that is doing, you know, start out as HR and then transition and did some sales and now is helping you. Even though you've naturally progressed, that's probably the right way to train somebody especially when they're the CEO's assistant, because they need to understand the business and all the moving parts. Right. So right. you accidentally did it exactly the right way. Uh, <laughs> okay. Yeah, that's good. Right. Uh, yeah. what, did, what did you learn in like kind of giving her all those different wide variety of tasks then to ultimately come back and be your personal assistant? Um, I mean, bringing her back to my personal assistant, like, like I said, for one, she's keeping me accountable. Um, when, when Brandon had scheduled this with me, I, Claire had called me and I said, sure, I'll do it. Then Brandon reached out. I told Claire and Brandon both follow up with Francine. <laughs> I love it. She, she's got access to my schedule. She'll take care okay. of it. Yeah. And then like she hadn't heard from Brandon by the end of the week. So first thing Monday morning, she's sitting on his email. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Looking, looking for questions and details and stuff that I wouldn't have even thought about doing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. What has that freed you up to do? What is what is that given to you in terms of? It, it's freed me up to start working on other projects that we've talked about, but have been moved to the back burner because I'm being pulled here or there. So she's. She and I kind of have a list going now on one note that as I'm thinking of stuff at two or three o'clock in the morning, that's waking me up. I'm putting it on the list and sending it to her. Yeah. I mark it for her and it's taken care of by time before she comes in before lunch. So, yeah. yeah. So, uh, so that's freed you up to do more, uh, you know, things that are more valuable for the company. Um, yeah where would you be if you hadn't have hired us? Like where, where, where would you be, you know, if you rewind to back in 2020 when you, you decided to move forward and then where, what would, what would the business look like and where would you be? We would still have at least one person in each campus that's focused just on phone calls and admissions and enrollment to where now, like I said, I, we have Angel and Kara who are on outbound calls and, and inbound calls. And then they're able to screen our, our students a little bit better for us. And then the paperwork comes to back to one person. Right. So they're helping. <laughs> like, I think I already told you, they're kind of replaced three people. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's for a third of the cost. Correct. Yeah. Which is even better. Yeah, yeah, cool. What love would you share with the audience around hiring virtual assistants, creating what we call a blended model where you know, your in-house people are maybe licensed, maybe the people who have the expertise and then all the doing can be done with a virtual assistant. What, what advice, what would you tell them? What, what piece, what have you learned that you would help them with? I mean, as far as the like licensed staff versus the virtual assistants, we've had them pretty much go through the same approvals and same training that my people on the ground would have to go through. Right. Um, like for, for the career schools there, we're required by the state that every representative has to complete some training from the state. Yep. We sent them the link. They, they've done the same training that we had to. Yep. So, so they know what they can or can't say or how to answer questions the right way. <laughs> and yeah. I guess the legal way, mm-hmm. but then, I mean, we just, like I said, we've done, majority of their training on zoom. Yeah. Have, have you made any mistakes? Like what, what, what are some of the mistakes in onboarding or what, what have you learned or hiccups have you had? Um, I mean, it's still a hiccup for me is communication with, with Francine. I forget, I forget to tell her that I'm here or that I'm not here or (laughs) where, what I'm doing. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So, so I've I've had her send me messages and I'm not in the office, which is kind of the beauty of instant message, I guess. But I've had her send me messages or call me and if I don't answer quick enough on some things then she's calling me again. So <laughs> <laughs> so it's communication. <laughs> I told you she keeps me accountable. Yeah, that's awesome, man. Um, what about your your U.S. team? How did you break the news that you were? Because I know you've told some folks, but not everyone. So how mm-hmm. did you how did you let them know? And like, what were some of the things that you, um, you what did you just say to them? I mean, some of them that don't have a daily communication with them, they just figure and you know they just find out yeah. as we have as we have team meetings and they're not there. The ones who have a daily communication with them, we just, when we first hired Kara, we told them that we had a new person starting. And I have three different schools, so they didn't know where she was or wasn't. (laughs) So, because they're used to working their team, but they're used to working with people from different locations anyway. So it didn't really have an impact too much. Yeah. Okay. So no impact. What about, um, what were some of your buying concerns when you first signed up? Like, um, a common one that we deal with is like, is their English good? And are they smart? Which always, when somebody asks me that question, I always like, a little bit. um, right. I always, it's good. I, I always cringe a little bit when somebody asks me that question, you know, like, are they smart? I'm like, Oh my goodness. Um, but anyways, how would you address those questions if somebody asked you that? <laughs> Smart has not been a problem. <laughs> like I said, we've, we've transitioned Kara and Francine to multiple different roles for us. And even as, like yesterday, one of our directors and instructors had an idea to create some posters. We sent the idea to Kara and Francine and within an hour, they already had mock-ups for us. 
Yeah. So, <laughs> so it, they get stuff done a lot quicker for us than what some of our on the ground people have done or U.S. based people. But I mean, part of the part of our interview process was since they are going to be on the phone for us, we made sure they that we could hear and understand them. Yep. And there was a few that we had to tell Papples, okay, he sounds like a robot or his answers were rehearsed. <laughs> yeah. But going through that initial one, when we found Kara, we knew she was the right one for us. And like I told you a minute ago, nobody knows that she's not us based. Well, man, I am uh, honored to, to get to do a little FaceTime with you. And if there's anything we can do to support or, or, uh, you know, help you guys as you're growing and, you know, we want to be a resource to you. So just let us know. And I'm happy to do one-on-ones with you. And it's such a cool thing to say we have a school of phlebotomy on, on, on as a client, which is so cool. <laughs> right. Yeah. Definitely. All right, man. Well, have a great day. Thank you so much for being here. I appreciate your time today. Yes, sir. Thank you.